Welcome back to another episode of Not Enough Asian by 1.5 Chinese. Welcome! Wah, 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 wah. Welcome back. Another month, another episode. Today, yes. today we're going to talk about body image part two. And we are going to focus a little bit about men's body image problem. Yeah, we have to um, disclaimer that we're not coming to for you, the men. We are just uh, objectively stating that we all have our insecurities. Just that um, as men, we didn't cover the last time. So we thought to be objective and cover you guys as well. Um, for the women, don't worry. We still have a, a bit more exploration that we are trying to well, we're trying to cover this episode as well. So um, I think it all started um, from an article that we saw recently, right? That says uh, body image issues affect close to 40% of men, but many don't get the support they need. And of course, that intrigued us in terms of, you know, what kind of uh, statistics and what kind of help do they not get? So I think the gist of the article was saying that um, between 30 and 40% of men are anxious about their weight and up to 85% are dissatisfied with their masculinity. Uh, not masculinity, muscularity in terms of muscle physique. So Meishan, what do you think of this um, interesting finding? Yes. So I thought like, okay, just backstory. So a little part of this week, Joyce and I met up for lunch and then I was just complaining to her that one of my relatives said that I was fat. And I was really, really very upset about it. <laughs> so today when we're talking about body image again, I thought like, you know, like what Joyce say, we always uh forget that men also do have the insecurities. Yeah, but when your parents get fat, uh get described as fat, do they do anything about it? Do they get upset? They do, but they still continue doing what they want. <laughs> <laughs> so it's less impactful comment to a to a man than a woman, which is why probably they don't get the support they 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 need because they don't care. I think a lot of that comes from um the mindset, right? Like guys, when I was asking Misha, I said, men versus women, who is more compelled to, to make changes or do something about it? And our conclusion was women. Well, yeah, definitely which women. Actually, Meishan is already doing something about it right after that comment. By the way, it's the same relative that attacked her out of nowhere for nothing. So yep, here she goes again. And all that like conditioning and mindset thing that we talked about the last year kind of worked, but it kind of like, she also, she's also propelled to want to do this. And I was asking her, so why do you want to do it? You want to share with everybody why you want to do it? Why you want to do something about it? So one of the reasons is I want to achieve my ideal body image that I want, but at the same time, because my brother's getting married at the end of the year. So I'm mm. going to look like a superstar when I walk in and this woman better don't say that I am fat. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, but again, I mean, as much as she, her words impact you like positively, negatively, right? Um, again, like I keep people should keep their opinions to themselves when themselves when they have nothing good to say, like that's that's always my my one one north star in my life. <laughs> but anyway, back to back to the men. So again, when men get feedback on this, right? Oh, if I already or someone very big or not much hair left, I don't think they they take it as well as women or as negatively or as positively as women they just just ignore but again that's, that's again that is how men deal with things a lot of the time again not coming not just stating facts not attacking the males but if you do have any um burning violent objections you may drop us an email after listening to our point of view today as usual um uh, we're just concerned about you guys men right that you're not getting the support that you get and you're anxious not speaking on your behalf but this generally what are the observations and the statistics have shown and i think um negative body image is something that we have navigated in the past as well and um we want to share that of course 
female and male, they all have negative um, body issues. I think for men, um, it will be a different segment, for example, height and a male pattern baldness. That's something that we don't... Um, I mean, yes, girls are free as well, but for men, it's a bit more of a, the few things that they can touch up in their life, which is their hair, right? And for height, there's nothing you can do about it. If you're one shot, you're one shot, right? So I think that there, there, there has been some controversial around um, height as well. So I think uh, statistically, there's also shown that tall people make more money. Yeah, I'm, I'm really surprised by that. Yeah, so we're discussing this today. And, yeah. and I was telling Michelle, do you know that tall people make more money? So anyway, uh, if you're also listening and you're wondering, huh, what tall people make more money? So um, why do tall men make more money? Uh, studies have suggest that tall people have better social skills. Uh, it's perception and suggestive that they are more self, self-confident. You know, they have uh, non-quote-unquote non-cognitive skills are a little bit higher. People who are taller as children as well, uh, the thinking goes, they are treated better and they are more emotional stable, they were not laughed at, teased at, bullied when they were young, which uh, helps them to build better emotional stability and confidence, which then translate into uh, their adulthood, into their work and everything. So yep. as a not, not as tall girl, do you feel anything about this? No, I don't feel anything about it. <laughs> I, I mean, because I'm not tall, I don't feel inferior than my friends. But You're normal size, right? Yeah. But there are situations where I wish I was a bit taller, especially when you're in crowded areas, you can't breathe. Oh, you're looking at people's butt or like back and things like that. So that's probably the oh, only... It's not, it's not fun to see people's skull. So, oh, so... No. oh yeah. is it? Yeah, I mean, coming from up here. I have never experienced that before, so... <laughs> what if they never wash their hair? You know what I mean? Okay, I don't know what's worse, lah, but I guess... Yeah. It, yeah. It's not something that anybody can change, which I think uh, as... I mean, you always want things that you cannot have, right? Mm. So as a one six. 8cm person uh, I always feel like I used to have a, a thing about girls that are like 150 or 160 and below because I'm like every guy that, I, that I'm interested in remotely tells me I want I like small girls like, <laughs> like excuse me can't change that okay I, I'm this tall not out of my volunteer I want to be this tall okay and I think I have to say this but uh, Singaporean men's wet dream includes a girl that is below 160 cm that is tiny with a squeaky voice and perhaps a little naive that's their wet dream oh my god <laughs> contest me write to me if this is wrong but this is the general i would say 80 percent of singaporean men based on my own dating statistics alone <laughs> there's no article to prove this but tell me i'm wrong but this is if you go out and do observations on sunday regardless whether they are dating a Singaporean or they're dating other country, they're all tiny and they'll have a speaky, cutie voice and whatever and perhaps a little naive. So, Are you serious? Okay, okay. You go and observe, but this is my observation. Okay. But to be honest, growing up, like being like short doesn't make me have more men coming towards me to like to, you know, to show interest or anything. It's an easier, it's a larger demographic of men that will prefer you over me. I have to say this because of the height. Okay. Right. If the guy is average 172 to 175, which is the average height of Singaporean Asian men, then obviously you are in the, in the yeah, circle, la, right? Yeah, definitely the zone. La, uh, I'm a little bit too not built for Asia. La, <laughs> at 168. And I'm not exactly tiny either. So this very failed two times already. Ma. Two criteria <laughs> down. So my pool, general pool of audience, target audience is smaller already. Mm. So I have to admit a fact that physically that's not my... 
forte. That's not my advantage to have. But again, like we say for shorter men, for taller women, you make it up in other areas. For example, I'm sarcastic and funny, right? That I that I can be. For shorter men, they're typically nicer lah. And funnier also, I guess. Yeah, and I think the confidence them building their confidence of like self-deprecating um, jokes, right? It says a lot more of how they have gotten over their insecurity over their childhood. Like mm. they get shot lah. So there are good things that come out from being being. But short. to be honest, right? I mean, being short is nobody's fault lah. It's genetics, I guess. So in your opinion, would you date somebody that is slightly shorter than you? Say, because you're like 168. What if somebody is, like someone that you're really, really interested in, he's like 164, 165. Uh, if you ask me personally, then mm, you're climbing up the wrong tree huh? because I have a thing for very tall men. Like <laughs> the tall, the better. The, the more he looks like a tree, the better. <laughs> I The brief is he needs to look like either a, a fridge or a tree. <laughs> right? And you know, fridges are typically not too short, right? Yeah. So I think the least or rather the, the most I've settled was to date someone who is maybe like you say somebody that I'm interested in maybe the same height as me or like 170 mm. I, I think that is the like we can actually see eye to eye that that I have tried but anything below that I haven't okay nah because it's not but will you feel in like how say uh I'm in, less attracted in, like yeah or like insecure so, so for example if you're re- you really dating a short guy like maybe two, three CM shorter than you, you're walking on the streets. Will you feel conscious of what people think about the both of you? No, if I made the choice, I won't. But I won't make that choice right, to begin with. Okay. Because when I, when I do the screening in the room, already eliminated. <laughs> so how to... How but to how meet to someone? Say, this kind of thing. And I think it's no more often than not, it's them that is intimidated by me, not the other way around. Oh yeah, that's true. La. I mean, the, other way. the level of don't care of how are people view of me versus how they care like are they more I'm more concerned if they are insecure that this bringing out a horse and then you know what I mean like <laughs> it's like a horse and a yeah. how to compare a horse and a donkey going out you know what I mean mm. it's not my the, the, the thing is not like, first of all I'm not keen right second yeah. of all are they more concerned? Because I know myself very well. Do they know themselves very well? Is the mm. question, right? I've seen successful combination of like a donkey and a giraffe going out, right? Like the male is the donkey and the girl is the giraffe. And they just have a thing for very tall girls, I guess. Mm. Right? Because okay. remember I say 80% of men's wet dream include a girl below 160 cm, very tiny yeah. and squeaky voice. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I... Feel free to contest me, all the men out there. But typically in Asia, that's how it how it works. Like even um not Asia, like like other cultures, also I've heard briefs of like, oh, I prefer a short girl, like you know, that kind of thing. But it's your preference, so don't don't go around like making consent, making a lot of compromise yeah, for it, true. right? You yeah. like what you like, okay? So nothing wrong with it. But at the end of the day, if the compatibility is not there, whether he's built as a giraffe, a fridge, or a, a tree, it doesn't matter, right? It's the it's the yeah. anyway, back to the the whole height thing. Yeah. So you have friends who are you have male friends who are shorter than you. Not shorter than me, but slightly taller than me. For the record, how tall are you? I'm 158 cm, which is like really below the average height in Singapore for women. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. 2 cm below. Yeah. And also for men, if you're 158, <laughs> you're way below the 
Yeah. Very, very sad. La. You're about 20 cm below the average. Average, of men. yeah. But I mean, there, there are people, and I think like on dating sites, right? I mean, we all used before. I mean, for my own personal experience, because I'm not very tall already, obviously, like, I, I prefer guys who are taller. And I remember, like, a lot of times when people ask me, like, oh, what's the ideal, like, guy, you know, the qualities that you are looking for, whatever, physical appearance and stuff. I always want guys that are taller, like, at least, it used Ten. to be 180 mm. cm, which mm. I think is too tall for my it's height. It's too difficult also to yeah. find in the market. So, like, one, like 175 or whatever. But any any guys that, you know, like, somebody state their height inside, right, that is below like say 172 or 70, right? I would just swipe. Less interested, Less right? interested. And one of the articles that I was reading um, on uh, on BBC News, right? So there's this particular person called Chris. He said that many women wouldn't date anyone under six feet. So he's based in the UK. Are you so talking he, about me? <laughs> so he actually did an experiment on himself, on OKCupid. Okay so he initially listed his height as 5 feet 7 inch and he didn't get any matches on average for about a week. And then he sent out all the messages to those matches, uh, to those people that matched him, but only 20% replied. And then when he changed his height to 6 feet 1 inch, right, he got three times more matches than Things before. Changed. Yeah, so he concluded that many women in London won't date anyone under 6 feet. <laughs> See? It, it's not, I'm not lying, it's true. Yeah. It's the opposite for the guys, right? If I list myself as 158, I think 10 cm lesser than what I actually am. I think I will get three times more audience than... Yeah. You get what I mean? It's the same. It's just... It's It's just just like a a different different gender. gender. Correct. Mm. So, like, that's why I say for you, your sample size is naturally bigger because your your actual height is 158. Mm. So, I mean, again, that that, that insecurity of this height thing, as a tall girl, I get insecure because, like, my sample size is small. As a short man, it's the same security, Mm. but... Because, you know, as a man, you want to feel like a man. So, yeah, so that's the that's the part where we understand as uh, body insecurity and issues for a man. But again, this is not something that anybody can solve. You just have to grow into it and make it up in other ways. Yeah, that's true. Right? I mean, it's reality check. You will not be, at first impression, you will not be like, people's top choice uh, but yeah. perhaps your personality or like some other qualities in you maybe you be... between me down there you're very big or like you earn a lot of money you know that kind of thing <laughs> God gives you things in God different is fair. Way, right yeah exactly <laughs> yeah you, you can't be short and not funny come on yeah but I mean like yeah. talking about the body image and about men or women I think social media plays a, a huge part of it like I was reading some articles also before um, like say in, during COVID period when the lockdown everybody started to do like fitness challenges more and more people are like uh, in, in China like there's this very popular actor he used he used to be quite popular but after that he died out a little bit but during the COVID period he came out with a live uh, fitness channel and then that's where he gained popularity from there and then there's this thing called his name is called Liu Geng Hong so he had this Liu Geng Hong called like army of women that follows him every night to do the like the the fitness programs that he is conducting and I think at the same time like while I was reading it a lot of men also feel that because of this particular image that social media painted meant to be they also want to catch up to become like that I think the same for women as well like I was I was telling Joyce I, I noticed there are more and more people on the internet that they actually wear like now the active lifestyle on the street you see on the street yeah, so leggings. You, people wear sports bras leggings and, they can, yeah. and that's their outfit of the day yeah it's yeah. a it's a trend right so the whole body insecurity thing they turn around because as much as you can't do anything with your heart you can do something about your weight mm. you can do something about how you look how you feel yeah 
which I feel is a positive uh, body image, body image uh, step forward. Yeah. But again, from a statistics standpoint, you see more women going for classes yes. than men and more willing to take on uh, new challenges, right? Mm. So uh, even in my friend's gym that they go to every day at 6am, um, I think the statistics of male and female, it's, it's very jarring. So I'm not saying that men doesn't do anything. I'm just saying that women are a bit more proactive in terms mm. of, they like to complain, yes, but they are a bit more proactive in um, taking action. Getting to, things done. Yeah, tackling the problem. Just complaining, correct. Yeah. But men either they don't complain, they just hide it deep down. Mm. They just feel insecure, but and act out in different ways. Yeah, or they just choose to complain and not do anything about it. Mm. A very drastic, right? Either they don't. Yeah. it's like a zero or a hundred. Mm. But I think the whole uh insecurity acting out is what we wanted to pull out today, right? Mm. The way uh, people act out when they're insecure about themselves, how they look and etc. They get married very defensive, they get very, uh, they don't want to socialize or... Or like they, they over joke about it. Yeah, yeah. they over, they, they, are, they try to desensitize it mm. by making a lot of jokes about it and um, maybe uh, in social settings like in a pool party or what, you feel a bit more, you don't want to go, right? Because you feel like I cannot show my skin and stuff like that. They, these are how far and what insecurities can bring you to. Yeah. Agree. And I, as a not so small person, I, I do get that sometimes, like a pool party, that do I feel, I, I used to avoid it, but I have started going like last year. Mm. Whether you show your skin or not, that's a separate thing. Yeah. It's whether you feel like it, whether mm. the environment feels like, you know, they won't judge you for it. So there are a lot of um, repercussions or backlash or feeling insecure about your body. Mm. And I think our favorite influencer, Alicia McCarvel, since our coverage uh, last year on the last, last episode, things have evolved a lot for her as well. She mm. has gone to the gym she, for the sake of being healthy and, and you know, being fit and for her own, for her own health. She is also, uh, if you go and look at her Instagram, she has also went on um, vacation in a bikini, which she has avoided many, for many, many years. Many years. And, and I think her point of view was very touching for me. It's like, um, I don't know why I've been running away from like all these years. Mm. Like, it's, it's an outfit, right? And, I need to enjoy my body and as much as I can. True. So this is where also I I have to share that I've never worn a bikini in public um, before. I only started in 2021, I believe. 2020. I've never done it until today. <laughs> okay, but you religiously are not allowed to do I'm it. I'm not, so. um, yeah. Yeah, so modesty, right? But for me, I have not like, like, I've gone out so far in the last two years. I've gone to like beach holidays. Mm. I went to beach clubs to soak in the water to tan, you know, and you and you have to wear something that's appropriate, right? Which yeah. in that instance, a bikini is. So I've gone out that way ever since I worked on trying to get over becoming healthier and, mm. and move around. And so I think this is the part where I think we need to encourage everybody, man or woman, to not be insecure about because you need to enjoy your body as much as you can. You are just growing, growing older, and like yes. Meishan has said, she wants to experience that the best her body can yes. provide her, right? <laughs> so, yeah, taking corresponding fashion choices yeah, true. Mm, will help you to move towards that happier, healthier mindset of your body. Mm, instead of like yeah. feeling depressed and insecure about it. Yeah. Mm. And I'll- don't nag about it. Do something about it. Then show it off. That's how it works, right? Exactly. Like I was sharing with Joyce earlier, one of the mental health foundation from the UK side they actually did like a survey with millions of men in I mean in the UK lah. so of the of the survey finding actually found out that one in five men said that 
the concern about body image has caused them to dress in a way that they hide their body or parts of their body in the last year. So which is what what um, Joyce has shared. Yeah. I think you'd be surprised like if you survey the men around you, your friends around you, how many of them are, are not comfortable wearing a uh, topless at a pool party mm. or barbecue party. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So like for myself, I know now I still don't really dare to wear stiffless uh, clothes. But you did uh, this year, I remember. I did, la, but not very often. Like really will be a bit more conscious when I walk out. But the moment when you decide to wear that, then you'll feel confident. Just walk out. Don't care what people think. You know, yep, that kind correct. of stuff. I think you have that fuck it moment once in a while. Yeah. And a lot, a lot of people should have this fucking mm. moment more often because you have only one life and you were only young once, really. I'm sorry, I, as cliche as it sounds. <laughs> your body will only get older and uglier. So like, just be proud and flaunt whatever you have at this point and whatever. If you have not hard, worked hard enough for it, then work, work mm. for it. If, you've, if you just feel comfortable in your skin and enjoy your body, I don't think people say that enough to themselves to enjoy yeah, their body. true. And I think also like, I mean, let's, let's, put it in a men's perspective I think a lot of advertisement and uh, weight loss or like body fitness things right, in the public is really generalizing just and targeting only women yes. and like what we have mentioned earlier it could be because women are the only like uh, more proactive in terms of getting Taking their actions. body uh, image and things and then for men they do it in a more subtle manner perhaps like when they see their gym bros like going to gym but on the flip side mm. the glamorizing of the whole fit life mm. Um, for people who are very insecure, introvert, deep down, self-esteem not there, it's a, a very big turn off to them. Agree. But but at the same time, they see it so much on Instagram that it in, in, inversely, adversely impacts them, but they don't feel it. That is where the mental health conversation kicks yeah. in. A lot of people don't realize whatever they see on Instagram, whether they make it makes them comfortable or not. Mm. I think this is something that has been uh, I've been trying to observe and I've even stopped myself from following some people because it makes me uncomfortable. Mm. And this whole narrative that um the fit life is the only way to go and all the all the yes, it's all great, right? You need but you need to be objective that this is is this realistic for you? Is this something you want? Mm. What how does this make you feel? Right. So a lot of that I sometimes take a break from social media or I skip through some of these posts. For me, it works for me because it inspires me to want to become like that. Yeah. And so much so that um, I follow like fitness instructors and stuff like that. I don't follow actively what they do, like go to the gym and stuff like that. But it inspires me to want to look that way. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, people who don't think about it Positively, this way or even yeah. don't think about it at all, it makes them feel, feel bad. Like, why are these people looking like that on screen? What, what happened to me? Blah, because blah, they need something Monday to Friday <laughs> to counter this. That's like, true. But these are the maturity of your mindset, right? Mm. At our age, if we think this way, it's fine. But uh, the fear is that a lot of young girls, they, they are not equipped with this thinking about mm. how this is portraying back to themselves. Yeah. And then they get insecure, they get even worse, they get depressed. They have eating disorder because they think they're not eating it. Not eating food. And finding shortcuts to do it. Yeah. My pet peeve is people who complain, find shortcuts and not do the, mm. the things sustainability yeah. and, and responsibly. And at the end of the day, you blame the product that you are using, using it, yeah. because it doesn't give you the desired Correct. effect at once. But people have to, the people selling the product have to proactively tell you that this is only one solution to a a mm. big problem. We still have the whole working out. Generally, you still want yourself to be healthy and blah, blah, blah. 
on top of that, this helps you to make things faster mm. and not take the most drastic action in the entire so, so, yeah. slew of selection and then call it a day. That's not how it works. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't understand like how... I think, wait, okay, to be very honest, over the last couple of months when I was on the fitness journey, you know, like counting my protein count, whatever, that kind of thing, right? It's really a pain. I hate weighing my food. To be honest, I mean, today I hate weighing my food. But then like the whole thing that I learned from that entire fitness journey was that you're accountable for what you eat. So of course, like on days where you want to do a bit of a cheat day, that kind of thing, you can still cheat, you can still eat your ice cream, but then like in in on the reverse side, then you shouldn't eat more cups for example so you can do a balanced diet in that sense la. but uh, a lot of other people when they think about weight loss is looking at the scale going down the numbers but honestly speaking right if you start working out your muscle mass is definitely way heavier than than your fats for example but sometimes it's not just about the number and the scale how you it's how you feel a lot of the time as well mm. and how sustainable this is you can you also don't want to experience uh, adverse uh, methods that will you know jeopardize your health and bounce back quickly because of the amount and the amount of effort you took then you bounce back then you get demoralized so like think about what is sustainable for you uh what you need to know yourself enough to know that okay i for i find a lot of excuses for myself if it's too far away uh, if it's not something i like to do i'll find excuses for myself so there are a lot there, there are these kind of factors to know yourself enough to build towards something no, more no sustainable to, for yourself no need to be three months 10 kg that kind of thing no just, three months 10 kg is a lot just maintain the the momentum and keep mm. going in the long run I think it's good enough and yeah. then be conscious like what you say about the in the food intake and everything when when you have time then you have that sustainability to record what you eat and to look at your steps and statistics every week to see where you tweak uh, unfortunately, it's the same as work, right? You look at the report that you pull every yep. week, where it's lacking and what to improve. That that should be applied conscientiously into the life if this, yep. if you take responsibility for your own health yeah. as well. So it starts from there, right? Being accountable, being responsible yep. for yourself, knowing yourself well, then where are we try where are we trying to get? It's all a uh all in one discussion. Mm. Yeah, and taking shortcuts. Yes, it works lah, but you you will cause. But in the you... long run, it may have more adverse effects than. Yeah, the but positive. in the short run, it will also cost you a lot, and it may not solve the exact problem. Exact problem yeah. So like, be rational. Look at all the options that you have. Right, what you can do, explore everything, and then before you take the the very um drastic mm. actions like I think one more important thing to know is also like I know social media is like where we get our information from and things like that but we shouldn't just blindly follow a trend just because everybody is doing it but you need to think about whether or not it benefits yourself and it's something agree. that you want to do it yeah 100% agree so like, I think like what, one of the shocking things that I actually found from the same um survey was that one in five men respondents said that they um sorry more than one in 10 of the men surveyed have experienced suicidal thoughts and feelings because of body image issues. I think this is the same for women as well. But yeah. to be honest, if you're fat, then do something about it. You don't need to kill yourself over it. That's what I personally feel. And unless, I think... Unless it's a very... It's an illness, like um, binge eating yeah. or you emotionally eating. Then this again, you got to catch yourself doing mm. it before you seek help and what yeah. kind of help you need. And you... You need to start from the Correct. mind before the and body. And I think at the same time, like I, as I, as we started the podcast with my aunt saying that I was fat, right? I think all these comments, negative, like she said it in front of a lot of people. 
So that was the one that I was a bit upset about it. Like, I don't think everybody know that I put on weight. I did put on weight, but I don't think the weight that I put on was very obvious because I could still fit into my clothes that I could wear five or six years ago. So to me, is I don't know why she didn't make that statement. But all this statement, right, to somebody who has already um, body insecurities, right, it could be, lead to... Trigger. Yeah, it could trigger to what I've just mentioned about the, but the like survey. But I always tell you, right, people who say things like that, it says more about themselves than about you. Yeah. So I know it still impacts you, but mm. and you take it positively by taking corresponding action to want something that it's not for her to see, but at least for herself. For myself, yeah. So I think that's still fine. But there, again, people who say things frivolously, they have to watch their tongue because you don't know, they never yeah, know correct. what the receiving party mm. is going through and how they will deal with it. Yeah. And the last thing you want is somebody commenting suicide. Because Just of because comments. of such comments, right? Yeah. I mean, like, look at the our surrounding, like how many news about um, suicides of famous people that has happened over the past year or like the past four years. Like yeah. it could be a very, very small thing. Like there's, there's one that she just don't want to wear bra in public and then like, who's that? Um, The one that died, passed away, I think 2017. So, Sully, her name, a Korean. Oh. Yeah, so one of the things that could not like, basically people just couldn't accept it because it's not the norm. So all these things you see, like all these little negative comments affect somebody. And a lot of times when we hear news about celebrities passing passing away or like people around us, a lot of times they have depression and they don't show it. And it all adds yeah, up, and right? Like, like what kind of energy you emit to other people. Correct. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything. Yeah, or like if you really, genuinely is concerned about that particular person, don't need to say it for everybody, like... Say it in a nicer, yeah, privately, and yeah. say in a nicer, maybe like beat around the bush kind of manner so that it doesn't hurt a person's feelings, blah, blah, that but kind of stuff. I think in order to say anything, you're going to measure the fact that how close you are to that yeah, person la. as well. Mm. So I think the worst is the, the closest people to you say the most ugliest True. things yeah. to you, right? I'm guilty of that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like your parents, like you stop asking questions that you don't want answer to or mm. I cannot give you answer to. Like, I don't think it's appropriate for that to happen. Like, do we not have something else that we can talk about besides this? And again, your comment coming out from your mouth, I don't know whether you can control it or not, but like, do we need these comments? You know what I mean? Like, is this necessary? Mm. Did anybody ask for your opinion? That's true. You know what I yeah. mean? So, uh, again, the standard rule of thumb is if nobody asks you for an opinion, just shut up. Because <laughs> nobody needs to know another opinion. Like, as if society don't have enough opinions for for everyone, yeah, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, unless it's like an active discussion, then yes, I get it. But just be mindful that there's no need to comment on other people's height, weight, hair in, in public and in front of everybody. So Unless the person bring it up themselves. Yeah, like if we are discussing and this person that you see often walk past and say, it looks very different now. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. Starting to look like, starting to look like Snow White's relative. Then we're like, okay. Can stop already. Stop there already. It was a just it was a description. Yeah. Starting to look like Snow White's relative. <laughs> yeah. So I mean there there are this kind of a woman, mm. not very proud of it, but at the same time, it's just a discussion among friends, lah. Like it's something it's like calling out an elephant in a room, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it happens, but mm. don't need to go and tell the person, say hey, you look like Snow White's relative now. Hey, hello. Excuse me, I'll go and ask the person outright. Hey, how come I look so different now? Ah? Oh my god. And the person will be like, oh, maybe the person will be like, oh, you mean I look good now? But actually, it's on the. Depends, <laughs> it depends. depends. Like it depends. <laughs> it, my response will be like, what do you mean? You know what I mean? Oh, going yeah. to hell. I cannot. 
So, like, don't have to verbal vomit whatever yeah. you think in your head out in public. We all think the same thing. Don't mm. need to continuously validate your yeah, points. Yeah, true, true. It's That's... not parking. Don't have to be validated, okay? Yeah. Okay, anyway. So, we were talking about the trend of working out and then how body image uh, affects men and women. Mm. Surprising discovery of short men. I mean, my heart goes out to you, but really, there's nothing we can do. <laughs> Let's just hope you're blessed somewhere else, okay? Oh my god. Uh, any closing thoughts, Mishan? Besides mm. your aunt. <laughs> you're very kind to her, by the way. Because I'll be like, you... Have you seen yourself recently? <laughs> yeah. Well, I have a lot of things to say about her, but like, you know, we have to be polite and respectful I, to our I, elders. I respect you for not being triggered, equally triggered and you know, attacking her yeah. back. I was triggered when I went back home. I was just like... You're triggered very re- very delayed eh. Because if it's me, I'll be like, have you seen yourself recently? You know? Yeah, but anyway, I think in conclusion for, um, like, we talked about body image, the last time we spoke about it's the same thing. Like, you know, people say we're fat, like, you know, all these bad comments and stuff like that. But I think ultimately, a lot of things stems from our own mindset. Um, How do you take comments Uh positive or negativity is on your own lah. And I think like what we mentioned about like, you know, the male also have insecurities and sometimes like we also joke about our guy friends because most of them are actually most of the guy friends that I know. (laughs) Some of them deserve it, yes. But I think a lot of them they use um jokes and being funny as a way to cover up their insecurity and I think sometimes like as a woman we don't really see as I rub salt into it I do that a lot to my guy friends you're close enough again you need to understand where you stand in the relationship right that's true yeah if you're like acquaintance co-worker office auntie all these people not necessary no need to say anything yeah yeah, usually won't say much don't bother (laughs) don't waste my breath on them but yeah but I think um, we just need to be conscious about what we say to people, how we say it. And of course, like, if there are people who are very double standard, it's like, huh, I want to lose weight, but then like, you see this person drinking like bubble tea every single day, right? Yeah, then ask this person to shut up, stop complaining about he, he, his or her weight or height issues or whatever shit, lah, okay? But... I mean, like, have people I mean? who have unrealistic expectation of, like, um, their body because they already have a certain age and they are eating this supplement hoping that you will help them, but yet, and also Physical, doing eating yeah. healthy, but things are just not moving. Um, I think give yourself a break. Lah. Again, life <laughs> is very short. Really, really. I'm very serious. Yeah. Because if you're already in your 50s or almost 60s. It's a bit harder how, how to... You expect your body... If your body is healthy, you're very lucky already. Eh? Mm, no issues. Lah. Basically, yeah, those and major don't issues. need to push yourself so hard to get to a certain number. Because the number is just a number. Number, one, yeah. Right? Agree. So what happens when you hit the number? You strike lottery, is it? or Maybe you just feel better, lor. But there's a lot to go, a lot of unnecessary yeah, stress, stress as to well, go put yeah. yourself through to true. get to a number that nobody mm. cares about except you. Eh? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? That's so true. I, I mean, I'm sorry, I don't understand. As far as you want to do whatever, you do whatever. But I really, really don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Agree. Yeah. What is the change you would like to see in this whole body image situation? I think, don't think about body image in a negative manner I think that's one thing that I hope that people is able to, to see yeah because I think everybody has different body shape and sizes which I think a lot of the retailers are already trying to portray that instead of showing these thin tall models buff 
Oh, you mean models. the diversity that yeah. you're seeing? Yeah, so they're trying to let make people understand because in the past, it has always been, I'm a Barbie. You no, know, Barbie doll is this size. I mean, it to be a but Barbie doll. But in Asia, it's still very much, I would say, 80% it's, is still It is still, cost. yeah. Yeah, skinny. Mm. Mm. But I think now it's changing. If you look, or if you go down like the streets, you will see like the mannequins. They are not just tall, thick, skinny kind of people. Yeah. The, the mannequins the are the overseas people. brands are more prone yeah, to doing But that. I think now they are bringing in like like being a plus size or whatever, you know, as long as you're healthy, that is a good body image to have as well. Yeah, so I think that's the part of it. And also don't chase the numbers, I feel, going down the way. Because during my um, fitness journey, I really wanted to lose, like say, this X number of uh, weight, but I gained weight because okay, of my muscle mass. maybe bands. tweak that a bit. Instead of chasing the number, chase maybe your body fat percentage. Yeah, body fat or cholesterol. Like cholesterol, yeah, yeah. Yeah, instead of the weight, the weight number. Weight, yeah. The weight, weight really doesn't mean anything. Difficult to Unless do that, you yeah. can scientifically tell me how much my, my bones weigh and how much my brain weighs and then my, we're able and to my find intestines and all my internal organs weigh, what is left, mm. then I agree with you. But the number is just a number. Um also scientifically, uh, I think there was an article that says that BMI is based on a European body, not an Asian body. Oh, is it? I didn't know yes. that. Yes, so this was uh, controversial, I think, last month or a couple of weeks ago. So who is to say what is correct? Ideal, yeah. I think drilling down into the numbers in each part to see if you are healthy it makes more sense than, you know, going mm. towards a general number. Because you can be, what, 40, 50 kg, but 50% of you is fat. So how does that work? yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm. So, um, the the whole numbers thing is really passe already lah. Maybe look at your um, BM, BMI is also passe. But look yeah. at your body fat percentage. Look at your... And I think basically how you feel about yourself. Make your muscle mass. Yeah. Because as you grow older, you lose muscle mass. So, if you look at a mass, healthy muscle mass ratio versus the fat ratio, that could be a more practical approach mm. to looking at things depending on your age. True. Yeah. That's true. Mm. What about yourself? Uh, I think that, that BMI thing pretty much sums up what I want to say in terms of the change that we should see. Um, There are a lot of health myths and things, people trying mm. to sell you things. So I need to cut out the bullshit and really do your own research on what you believe <laughs> and what you don't believe. So really, mm. people try to sell you things in a, a lifestyle way, right? In different, yeah. different ways. But whether it's suitable for you or not, only you will know. Yeah, you have to access it yourself. It can be sold to you as a detox lifestyle. Mm. But the ingredient inside is something you can buy from iHerb for like $4. But we are selling you one sachet for $3.50. So you get what I'm saying, Yeah, you have to do some research. You have to evaluate yourself. Correct. Whether or not that product is suitable for you, the health effects and all these things. Because a lot of of like those slimming products or whatever you call it, a lot of it has the... Lexative. Lexative. Yeah. And it's bad for your liver. It's bad for your liver. Yeah. Yeah. Bad for your in kidney. The long run. So in the long run, what works and what doesn't work, right? Like uh, think about it, char seeds versus whatever laxative that we just heard, which one works? Mm. Right? Like char seeds is the proven long-term mm. uh, helps mm. you with your bowels. Yeah. Prebiotic, probiotic, these all are proven things that can help you, you know, detox and digest yep. and Make you and feel fuller for a longer time. Right? Yeah, and have a healthier intestines and mm. gut, right? And make you fuller things like sweet potato, uh, brown rice, you know, things that are proven to have high uh, G, low, uh, high GI that makes you feel fuller mm. in a little and how you can have uh, less carb with uh, a bit of vegetables and yep. vegetables are zero calories so you can eat as much vegetables as you, as you That's want. That's true. And 
uh, yeah, like just the whole equation of nutrition. Uh, and mm. if you're not, you feel like you're not equipped for it, then look for a dietitian. Uh. Yeah, find some find professional help or like somewhere to help you with your weight loss plan or your like diet plan, uh, whatever you call it. I mean, from yeah. a data standpoint, you can, if you were to observe yourself what you eat, you key in every day what you eat, you can see in an the app, pattern. the app can tell you in your calorie intake what you have just keyed, how much calories is there, how much uh, protein, mm. how much carbs, and how, and they will give you a suggestion mm. on how to improve and getting your goal. It's all about following through what you set out yeah. to do, right? Which I think, again, the problem is not because you're not doing anything. The problem is you never follow through what you believe in. Yeah. Not determined enough to follow through. Correct. <laughs> which is the hardest part, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think for, for me, the body image issues are always going to be there. Just be rational, be um, smart about how you do it, right? Uh, if you have to take Ozempian, take it because Ozempian is a good way to start. So do you know about Ozempian? No. Okay, I'm not going to advocate this, but if you search Ozempian, it's basically an insulin drug mm. that you inject uh, for diabetic patients and from there, use insulin base and then people start to lose uh, body fat because of the insulin spike. So I know it's not, conventional but it does work and give you a quick start if you want to have a quick start well again i'm not selling Ozempic. i'm just saying that this is a new uh, way of doing it and it seems that the side effects are more manageable from people from time to time than the adverse way of um i don't know surgery or whatever mm. so that's an example so look for ways that are sustainable that works for you for like. yourself yeah whatever right. works for other people doesn't mean it works for you mm. everybody's different yeah Okay, if you have any feedback, comments. Yeah, especially males below 160 cm. Yeah. yeah. To come give us comment and feedback. <laughs> no, like if you have violent objection or you agree with us, like you think that our project our object our uh perception of you is correct, like you know. Please you give have... us a thumbs up yeah, somewhere. Please, yeah, please write to us, please tell us how you feel, or like if you have body image issues and you wanna have you need a support group, you need some advice, you know. I wouldn't say we are the best people to do it, but we could point you to somewhere people that can help you okay <laughs> or we can cast you for our podcast episode on it and like add the free counseling for you yeah, on our podcast we'd love to do that yeah okay any so, uh, violent objection violent comments hate mail please send it to us yeah at not enough asian 1.5gmail.com all right with that we will hear you next time goodbye <laughs>